You're listening to the Cloud5 Podcast. I'm Brandon Hatton, but you'll know me as the other posh one who said queef that one time. Today on the show, we look in horror at the Indian tradition of baby tossing. We delve into the mysterious cryptids of North America, including the reclusive and stinky skunk ape. And we discuss moon missions, suicidal rodents, and our preparations for the invasion of tardigrades from outer space. We are moving our upload date to Sunday at 7pm on your favourite audio streaming services, as well as on YouTube. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Cloud5, the podcast where five British idiots delve into the latest and strangest in news and pop culture. Before we dive into our third episode of Cloud5, some introductions to the cast of irreverent imbeciles will be guiding you through this week in weird news. First up, I am Jack. We've got Brandon. Hello. We've got George. Hello. We've got Joe. Hello. And we've got Luke. Hello. All right, that was a mild delay, but we've got you in there in the end. Always late on. Uh, so uh, we've we've actually had a really really uh, positive response to our to our latest episode. We've we've broken uh, one thousand starts on Spotify, which was really exciting. Two episodes in, we almost doubled our um, viewer count uh, between episodes. So that's really really exciting. It's so cool to see um, people liking the shit we talk. Yeah, it's really good. And identifying yeah. the bollocks as well. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, we, we've yet to know if people have identified the bollocks as successfully as you have. And by successfully, I mean not at all. Uh, yeah, okay. Still although, although, although week one, you did get the... Uh, you did... Two of you got the... Yeah, I found them that, bollocks, actually. I found the them monkey. Week. Yeah. yeah, you did. But you, for, for the wrong reasons, so it's questionable whether or not it counts. I uh, said well, it counts. It counts. It counts. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I'm glad to be here and... Um, we're going to jump right in. First up, it's Headliners, a weekly segment where you lot fill in the gaps of the zaniest headlines I could find in the depths of the internet. Uh, our first headline, Toronto yes. woman finds blank in backyard. So for a camel. <laughs> Hold on, we covered a lot of ground in that oh single God. single second, right? So, <laughs> so Luke said camel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon said what? Madeline McCann. Madeline McCann, excellent. Yeah, in Are Toronto, the only place where she would be. Yeah. Uh, and someone else, Canada. So, Joe said something as well, didn't he? I said sofa. Like I didn't. That's the first thing that came to mind. It's very interesting. I love the idea that no, but that that raises quite a few questions. The idea that because the, the way the the headline is structured, Toronto woman finds sofa in back. Wow, oh, that's a major she, she discovery. Gonna have she to didn't put it, put it chart. there. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. didn't put it there. She found it. So it had been. It had Somebody been broken there. in and put a sofa in the back garden. And <laughs> she needs to claim it before anybody else tries to take it. You know, it's the best superhero. Uh, it's the best supervillain in the world. Sofa man. Sofa. Not even sofa. Not even sofa man. Just sofa. It's a DFS man who finally snapped. A DFS man who finally escaped the warehouse. Yeah. Well, do you want to know what the actual headline is? No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Uh huh. Is it? Wait. Can you give us a clue? Is it an animal or an object? Uh, it's well, it's it's both. Uh, it's 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 crocs. It's 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 two words, but the first word is um hyphenated between two words. Um, 
if that makes any sense. So it's uh, Toronto woman finds blank wielding blank in backyard. Thank you. What? Wielding? Yeah, wielding. Dildo wielding newborn. Is it? <laughs> What's in Canada? Bear wielding salmon. <laughs> wielding. Wait, you mean a salmon wielding a bear? No, 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 no. The other way around. The salmon are fighting back. It's been like genetically like modified or something. Yeah. Or GMO salmon. Yeah. No one will mess with the salmon anymore. Well, the actual answer is Toronto woman finds knife wielding squirrel in backyard. Oh my god. Oh no. Yeah, she just went back what? out there. She went out and there was a squirrel holding a knife. Um, <laughs> oh, Trying to kill her. There's a picture. It's like, Did it try and kill her? It's like that movie, you know, Over the Hedge. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> it's like that, but, like, but worse. It's the, oh, it's like that squirrel. He, mentally, he was definitely... Oh, was girl, that was, oh was yeah. He was, yeah, oh, he was yeah. on something, wasn't he? Yeah, that oh, dude was so high. It's been ages. Well, they opened the Doritos. Yeah, I know. He went wild. A knife-wielding squirrel. It's uh, she, There's a picture of it. It's true. Um, but what actually happened was she, she went out and it was it was kind of sat on her, her fence or whatever. With this, with a knife. It wasn't. Was it her knife? It's trying to ambush her. No, it was just a knife, a kitchen knife, and it would like it like chewed the handle and then left it, went off, came back and started eating the knife again. So, that's <laughs> odd. Yeah. So, uh, the squirrel is built different. There yeah, is like, a... how can it like eat a knife? Like, what's its teeth made out of? Like, titanium. Greedy boy. No, it was no, nibbling the handle. Boy. It didn't swallow <laughs> the knife whole. I um have you seen that video? It's a, it's quite old now, but that is that man um with a box uh, on a, on the table, and he says, "I appear to have invented a knife wielding oh, knife wielding tentacle." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I've not seen that. If anyone would like to come and switch it off, <laughs> be my guest. Fine by me. Yeah, that's it. And and there's this this tentacle literally flailing a penknife around. <laughs> How would you turn it off though? Would you just have to wait until it runs out of battery? Yeah, definitely. There's no way you can get to it. I'd get a long pole and I'd just whack it until it stops moving. Like a pinata. You'd destroy yeah, your my... own creation. It's <laughs> gone out what of hand. I did to that person back in 1985. <laughs> oh. Second headline Firefighters attempting goose rescue in Michigan find blank. Two words. Geese. Oh. I was going to say, is, is, is it goose? Geese. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, it isn't. They go for one goose um, and they find I feel many like, geese. I feel like if it was a goose, I think they could probably rephrase the headline to say firefighters successfully pull off goose rescue. Yeah, Michigan. maybe it wouldn't be a headline if yeah, it was goose. You know, it, it wouldn't be firefighters attempting goose rescue in Michigan find goose. That's, that's yeah, a very, I think very <laughs> weird. Looking back, that probably wasn't the best uh, the guess, but... Yeah, firefighters enter burning building to rescue old woman. Find old woman. <laughs> Find fire. <laughs> yeah, what, there's, that, there's that amazing headline. Um, the police raid gun shop. Find weapons. Yeah. <laughs> what do you reckon it is? It's two words. Hmm. Uh, floor here appears to be made out of fake floor. pigeon because you know they're all controlled by the government so we're like they're thinking oh I've got a goose so you've got a pigeon you've been a baited pigeon out of charge. again by the government yeah so that's yeah. a very bold statement from Joe there all pigeons are controlled Ooh. by the government and you've got so a baby one have you seen a baby pigeon no no they're not born they're I created have... I've seen a pigeon with like half its neck missing and it was just wandering around I've but I've had to butcher a pigeon. I accidentally cut myself and got pigeon blood in my cut, and then every like, oh. then I'll turn into a pigeon. A pigeon. You're, old, a pigeon. A pigeon. <laughs> you're, old, you're a were pigeon. Yeah. 
Uh, get, yeah. Dude, is that the superhero that can come to that will rise to fight the the rogue DFS man? Yeah, yeah, pigeon man. The, yeah, <laughs> pigeon, pigeon man. man versus uh, sofa girl. <laughs> yeah, sofa girl. <laughs> sofa girl. Uh, and um, and, no, and my... pigeon man just flies around shitting all over it, and that's the end of the comic. Yeah, the guy just like <laughs> I think... moves the sofa into the garden, and the pigeon yeah. poos on it. That's the end. That's the end. I'm trying Aerial to think war. what my guess would be. Is it Rusty Spoon? Rusty Spoon? No, it isn't Rusty Spoon. <laughs> oh. Firefighters attempting goose rescue in Michigan find hunting decoy. Hunting oh. decoy. Hunting oh, decoy. What? what? So it's a fake mean? goose. So it was a fake goose. So I was quite <laughs> close. <laughs> um. So there was a goose. Um, I believe they thought the goose was trapped on the ice. Um, no way. And they no went. Way. They went out to go and try and rescue the goose. Um, we got baited. Wait, why out, are firefighters going to the ice? Isn't that well? Because firefighters do. There isn't an really? ice fighter. Yeah, so I they're, thought they were the firefighters. The firefighters has quite a large remit, doesn't it? The firefighters go and Scam. rescue people from from yeah. you know trees and stuff. Defund so that's fire. I think the firefighters have actually quite a wide range because the police are there to resolve crimes. Oh yeah, they get like they get like people's heads stuck out like out of like fences and stuff. By greasing it up, yeah, grease your neck yeah. up. No, just that <laughs> fire to a fence, you've got to fight fire with fire. Joe, the proverb, fight fire with fire, only works if the thing you're fighting is actually fire, not just a normal fence in the middle of, like, <laughs> a person tied it screaming. There's a cat stuck up a tree, so they set fire to they the just, tree. They just get a flamethrower out. Yeah, you and the woman's like, what fire. did you do? It's like, well, the tree isn't there anymore, is it? Well, you've got to fight fire, fire. I don't see the problem. <laughs> it's just a little smoldering just pile a, a on the charred floor. Like, I, I just don't understand got your, your cat in an urn. Yeah, we've got we've got distracted. The point is, is that uh, (laughs) the firefighters in Michigan said an attempted goose rescue on a frozen river turned out to be the proverbial wild goose chase when the suspected injured bird turned out to be a hunting decoy. So it wasn't real. And they they not noticed the entire time that it wasn't moving an inch. (laughs) You see what I did there? They thought it was a frozen Uh, lake. So (laughs) the goose is frozen. It's a decoy. If the goose is sat in the lake, would it would it remain there while the lake freezes? Has, do you reckon that's ever happened? Do you reckon a duck, like a duck or something, has been sat in a lake and the lake has frozen over and its legs are trapped under the ice? Yeah, it's like falling asleep and it wakes <laughs> up and it's like only its head. It's like, oh under the ice. no! <laughs> I feel it's like fine. it'd die by then. When it's a loser, so do need to talk about it? Well, that's why that's why you need to get the fire brigade involved to go and rescue yeah, so it. Yeah, set fire to it and set fire to the frozen to lake. You've got to fight fire fire. <laughs> We thought the goose Beautiful. was too cold, so we cooked it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love goose. Especially when it's been trapped in the Mitchell and Webb thing where they just like kick all the bir- like all the birds in the vets. Oh yeah, that yeah, <laughs> that Mitchell and Webb sketch. Yeah, the, cr- the cremation. Yeah. They just cooking they, it. Yeah, they keep pretend. Aww. They pretend it's like they pretend it's a it's a vet. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's a, like potatoes <laughs> in there with it. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, that's yeah. And chives. Oh, so that's it's, beautiful. It's amazing. <laughs> Right, third headliner. Recompose. The first blank in the US is now open for business. So it's a brand called Recompose. Yeah. What are they? Sounds like the opposite of decompose. Yeah. Do they revive dead people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would have been in bigger news. <clears throat> nah, maybe. If resurrection is now possible. <laughs> if you could resurrect one person, who would you resurrect? Big Changas. 
Can you imagine? People come to this podcast. Can you imagine? People come to this podcast later, you know, for, for some sort of insight. And the first answer to like who would you bring school. back? Who would you bring back? Big Chungus. How are we <laughs> ever going to be taken seriously? Stop How are we ever going right to be taken seriously? Bob Ross. First we say Queef. Yes, Next we say Bob Big Ross. Chungus. Big Chungus is the only answer. Yeah. I, do, I, I actually like respect Genghis that. Khan. Bob, Bob Ross is a... Genghis Khan, the biggest murderer <laughs> in history. I just want to see what happens. I want to see how he copes with like, modern tactics. Oh, you're right, Genghis. Right. There is a... I do remember this thing on... Um, I think it was, was on ITU or something like that where... I, I can't remember whether it was Sean Locke or David Mitchell. I think it was Sean Locke. Oh, talked about, Sean Locke. It was like, who man. would you resurrect? And he was like, the Nazis. And, <laughs> and, the answer, and the reason for that was because he wanted to put them all on like a desert island and like film it as a reality TV show. show. Yeah, oh, yeah. Called no, Nazi Island. I, I, I would watch that though, to be fair. I'd watch yeah. it they didn't even Love let him finish it. Like, yeah, they were like, just like, why oh, are you bringing back the Nazis? Oh, Gorbals has caught um, a mackerel. Classic <laughs> <laughs> Classic gobbles. Classic. You know what? Recompose. Yeah. Back to the back to the question. Recompose. The first blank in the US is now open for. I business. think it's. Um, is it cannabis shop? Uh, That's an I interesting guess. No. It's a fire. The first fire. In the USA. Yeah. yeah. They've just got <laughs> fire over there now. Yeah. I can Finally, give you the answer. Trumpet the answer. store. Recomposed the first human composting funeral home in the US. I was kind of close. It's now I was kind of close as well. <laughs> fire. So, so with you fire. were you got there. You, you are right. There is, it is a play on decompose, but I don't think a funeral home called decompose that constantly reminds reminds <laughs> people of the putrefaction of their relatives is a, is a particularly sensitive move. So they've called it recompose, and um, it really is quite fascinating, actually. Um, Recompose, the first human composting funeral home in the US is now open for business. Um, so I'll what send does you... human compost mean? Is that just like you put them in soil and then like a tree grows? Well, yeah, you can... Um, there's one thing, like one company does where like when you die, they'll actually turn your body into like a seed like package. Oh, I don't want to be buried so in the they... ground. The dog might pee on me. So when they bury, <laughs> like, it's either like the ash or the body... It basically then grows loads of trees and plants, basically where the body was buried. And I think that's actually really. I want to be cryogenically frozen like Walt Disney. Well, no, they basically turn you <laughs> into soil, essentially. Um, yeah, why'd you be soil when you could be ice? Just get frozen. Right? I'd want to be frozen. Why'd be like, like, wake yeah, up? be amazing. Like, you could wake up and then we're like. Why meal and that? Yeah, I was gonna say I'd love to be. I'd love to be frozen and then dropped out of a plane somewhere. <laughs> and then I'll wash up. No, I'll wash up somewhere, and nobody will know why. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, right. Wash up in some yeah. Caribbean island. I've put, I've put yeah. in the uh, in the Discord what it looks like, the actual thing, and I, and for those at home, I'll be posting it in uh, in our in our Discord server. Oh, um, I'm, I'm glad. I'm like I like how they put some like house plants next Ooh, to it. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so, it's, it's like so, the TARDIS. So it's like the background so of a TARDIS. Yeah. It does look like the TARDIS. They've, they've got these big hexagonal um, kind of chambers um, that they pull out, like in a like in a morgue, um, and they put. Yeah. They've got like little vessels, and they put people on them, and you know they pump air, but you know lock them in this in this tank thing. These people are dead, obviously. It's not it's not a pre. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god. <laughs> Sit in there, Ethel. It'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be over yeah. soon. 
save, save, <laughs> save a bit of money. Not long um, now. Hold your breath. <laughs> the, the, the article itself is very, very detailed and, and, and very big, and I can't, you know, I haven't Too read it thoroughly. Ones. But I know, yeah. I know that there. It, it says. It's very controlled, um, completely driven by microbes, fueled by plant material and monitored in a very rigorous way. And they, they blow oxygen into the tank and um, <laughs> blast and, uh, oxygen into a person. We just explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wake up! Like seven burly men just start blowing them. You, luckily, you don't have to see the, the, the tanks are not made of glass, so you don't actually Is there get a to body see cam? what. You don't Is watch the body rot in there. It, you, you put it in there, wait for it to turn to soil, pull it out, and then whatever, put it in your garden. You know, it, it, this isn't like a mainstream thing. This isn't necessarily the future of burial, um, but you know, it, I pets. think it makes a lot of sense. You know, because you know, I, I think it's a really, it's a nice alternative to cremation. I think people like the idea. There's a lot of um, uh, people I know who say that they want to, uh, you know, after they die, they want to be given back to nature as as it should be, and mm. you know, feed the ground and feed the plants and stuff like that. Um, I, I'm, I'm quite I similar. Really like. I can feed itself. Not charity. I quite like Viking burials, where like you get put on a boat, sent out to a lake. It's on fire because you've got to fight fire and fire. Do you know what? You're Flaming right. Amaros. You're right. I actually, I actually retract my statement. The, a Viking burial is the only one I will accept. I will be put me on a little boat, <laughs> push me out into the river, and get a, someone, get an archer to light me. <laughs> From a distance. The thing is, though, someone they'll, 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 they won't have like enough money for it, or somehow, like somehow, the funeral will get messed up, and they'll just like put you on like a little a little dinghy, douse it in kerosene, <laughs> just like push it away and shoot it. Off you go, <laughs> blow it up with a rocket launcher. Amazing, but that's so that's, that's our. I mean, it's quite it's quite morbid to think of being put in a tank to be eaten by fungus, but at the same time there's something Big quite fungus. nice about it fungus. Oh. <laughs> there's something quite soothing about that thought yeah what, not about fungus? fungus though i don't know i think i'd want to be scared i'm very somewhere. soothed by big fungus i just saw big fungus come towards me i'd be very calm i can't big believe fungus. it's january 2021 and we're talking about big chungus good lord no, talk about big fungus now big over times yeah. over times <laughs> it's evolved yeah. if you have any headliners for us tweet us at cloud5cast using the hashtag cloud5 or email us at cloud5cast at gmail.com or you can join our brand new Discord server that we've made. Um, you can find it on any of our social accounts. We have a link tree that will that you will lead you to the Discord server. If you're up for some post-show discussion, uh, you can co- communicate with us directly. Wow. Um, it's very lovely, very casual, very informal. Um, it's mm. a lot of fun. I've had one before. So, uh, on for some messages that we've received uh, from our delightful Ooh. listeners. Yeah, we've Very got nice. um, we had a we had a tweet from Brandon's father shortly after the first oh, the, right. our, our, the last episode <laughs> aired. Um, if you remember last week, uh, or those who weren't listening last week, um, we, we were we were sent a story about a girl who was babysitting and um, a, oh the, god the, yeah the, the child that they were babysitting oh. had had decided that the bath was the appropriate place <laughs> to defecate um, <laughs> well this week Brandon Brandon's dad sent us this tweet um, following on from the shit in the bath when Bam was a baby, I was working a night shift as a cleaner. Glamorous, I know. I was called to an incident in the toilets where someone had written shit on the toilet wall in shit. <laughs> clean this up. So uh, that's, that's, oh, that's the story that's of Brandon. That is amazing. Did you, did you know that story, Brandon? Yeah. yeah he told me <laughs> many, many, many moons ago. <laughs> and it is, honestly, like, 
he comes out with the weirdest stories. This is this was years ago, but like he still recites it to this day. And what like, compels somebody to do that? I don't understand. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm bored. Mania. I'm going to fish out my feces and rub it on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, what I imagine, like last day, last day working there, something, something's going on. Like they're quitting or they've been let down, and they're like, you know what? I'm going to leave my mark. Yeah, I'm going to stick it to the my, call, my calling card. <laughs> 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 like, like how the Joker leaves a Joker card. This this guy leaves uh, the word shit. Steaming shit. turd. <laughs> Do you know where your dad was working? Because he says he was working at a cle- as a cleaner, but he doesn't specify where. Where was it? Was it a cinema? Was it a funeral home? Where was he? I a funeral home. A funeral home. He's had many jobs, so I, I don't actually know these specifics. All I know is someone wrote that on the wall in their own excrement. Well, uh, Andrew Hatton, get in touch. Let us know. What Let if it was somebody more. else's excrement? <laughs> What if it was your dad's excrement and he's just covering it up? <laughs> Even lights if he is. Yeah. Dad, when you're listening to this, I've got my eye on you. <laughs> and my nose. Right. Bryony Horton has replied to our Instagram poll that we put up uh, yesterday. Um, this one is going to be, uh, could potentially be quite controversial. Uh, no. What are your what are your opinions on people who raise their child to be genderless and then pick their own gender when they're older? Uh, mm. Mental. <laughs> <laughs> right, think... everyone, everyone, prepare the barricades for the cancel culture coming towards us. Okay, yeah. let's discuss it. <laughs> Do you know what I think? I don't think that's the right approach to to because I, I, raising your child like some kind of you know blank slate. Experiment. I don't know if I agree. It's like I'm going to see if he can be genderless. Like yeah. no, God just. I think don't it's like, at that point it's like hoping that it is. It's like yeah. forcing yeah. it. If they're born a boy, raise them as a boy. Yeah. Um, it, uh, but if they start to like want to experiment with dresses and whatever, do it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I used to I used to um, dress up as a as a princess when I was a five year old. Do you know what I mean? And, I wore. I found my still do, don't you, my... Jack? Do you remember the day I came into school wearing an Elsa dress? Yeah, in year uh, <laughs> oh, year yes. ten. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's magical actually. No, I, I, I genuinely, I, I think you know we should be, uh, we shouldn't be so so uptight about about gender stereotypes. But I do feel a bit like the whole people raising their child to be genderless. It's a very popular thing with celebrities at the moment, and it kind of feels like some sort of performative gesture. It's like look how progressive it feels we like, are. Yeah, it yeah, feels yeah, like yeah. they're trying to make a thing. Like, oh look, look the media. I'm really supportive. Of all these different like gender roles, because I'm raising my child to be genderless and letting them pick it. Yeah, my but child's neither time... male or female, and her name is Apple. And you know, it's just like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it, I get very I get very cynical when 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 celebrities do that because it feels like this calculated statement to the headline yeah. just to make headlines. I just think, like, the thing is, like, in my opinion, if you're going to raise them and they're going to grow up to be genderless, they're then going to think they're genderless because you have the biggest yeah, you influence. Them, yeah. Yeah, you have this almost but, force and influence yeah, on your that, child. That really is the issue. It's not. It's not the actual child being genderless or, or non-binary or, or or you know androgynous. That's that's the issue because a lot yeah. of people go go that route and, and live perfectly happy, full lives and and experiment with with gender norms and stuff like that. But I do worry about parental persuasion. Uh, you know, yeah. kids are so impressionable at that age and might grow resenting to, you as well if they feel yeah. like they've had their development altered unnaturally. 
Yeah, because I do like, feel like if parents are so desperate, it, parents, that, like it might be quite cynical to say it, but some parents really are desperate for to to be seen as the most wonderful people, the best mother in the mm. world. So I've made my. Ch- I remember saw saw some headline about a, a woman who had said that they're <clears throat> to to break the barrier of heteronormativity. They've decided to raise their child oh, as if they're gay, as if they're gay from birth. Oh, what she's doing there is actively swaying I, I mean it might have been satire i don't know so it, i might be talking out my rectum but the um the the <laughs> the problem is with that woman is that she is using her influence as a parent to sway her child one way or the other and i don't i don't appreciate that and i don't think that any parent could actually stick to raising their child genderless for any indefinite amount of time oh, no once they start interacting yeah. with other children then know that other people aren't raised like that and they feel like isolated yeah so because yeah. they'd feel so out of place being in a, a school full of boys and girls yeah yeah because so, like mm-hmm. if you think about it transgender people and like non-binary people like if their parents accept them they don't have any resentment towards their parents even though like their parents raised them to be a certain gender yeah exactly they, later in, let's say you've got a, a ba- you've had a boy and you raise him as a boy, and then he decides, or they, they, just, the child decides, oh, I'm, I actually think I might be non-binary. They wouldn't resent their parents for raising them as a boy if their parents were like, okay, we, like that's fine. Like, yeah, that, uh, think that's yeah, yeah. that's the answer, in my opinion. If don't don't raise your child with some straight, don't don't from birth go with some mm. strange new progressive. Um, new category for your child just don't try and force it and expect that it's going to happen just let them be who they want to be in the yeah, long run exactly raise them raise them quote unquote normally i guess for want of a better word and then if they decide to to change or test the boundaries when they're older or or, or you know they decide they want to live their life a certain way as long as you're accepting of those decisions um i don't think you can go wrong that's what that's what you need acceptance not not enforcement yeah exactly that was a lovely whole, uh, discussion. Uh, Brad Neville uh, said, oh. uh, in answer to the poll, talk about Brexit. I say no. <laughs> um, we're not doing that. Brexit. We're not yeah, doing that Brexit. Brexit one day. We've all one had absolutely one. enough of it. What we, yeah. I think all we can agree on as a, as a nation is that our government has shafted it. Um, well, we've at, got it whether, done. Get Brexit yeah. done. We had, uh, to close off our messages segment... We had a uh, message from Mr. Ben Ruddock, uh, our friend from college. And he said, can we look at some of these strange and and weird traditions around the world? Now, obviously, we only have uh, a limited time this episode, but this could be something we revisit because there are there are some crazy, crazy world traditions um, mm-hmm. Going on, definitely. So I we can look at uh, like weird laws as well. There's some weird yeah, laws. We could. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we could talk about the, the the weird Dothraki sport that the that Kyrgyzstan does. Do you know what I mean? Oh, oh we've honestly, done that. Oh, yeah. We talked about that before, didn't we? Yeah, we talked yeah. about that on, a, on an Xbox yeah. party. Yeah, they are. They have got some amazing mm-hmm. sports, but we'll we'll talk about that that another time. I in the meantime, just for today, to sate Ben's um, uh, interest, in India, they do something called. Um, Baby tossing. Sorry, what? What? Now, now. Baby tossing. Baby tossing. That sounds very. That sounds so. Well, whatever you're imagining, I'm sure this is worse because what they don't, what, what they do Jesus. is they, there is a, it, it's a ritual popular in um, 
Maharashtra and um, Karnataka states in India. All right. Um, I hope I pronounced this right. I don't have an Indian Gonna accent. Pretend I know it is. Wrong. Yeah, but they, <laughs> some families in rural India, both Hindus and Muslims, are willing to let their babies be tossed off the roof of a shrine to be caught in a stretched bedsheet about thirty feet below. Jesus. Oh my god. What happens? They're just testing to see if it can fly or not. What happens if they miss the bedsheet? Well, I'm sure if they had missed the bedsheet, there would be. The baby dies. There would be. Well, yeah, the baby turns into pate and the ritual gets stopped. Um, Yeah, like what what if there's a miscommunication about which side of the building the baby's going to be thrown off (laughs) at? I'm sure they they (laughs) make sure that all of those things are ironed out before they lob the baby. There isn't like a deadline. It's like, oh, the sun has reached its (laughs) limit. We must throw the baby now. (laughs) (laughs) There's no time. Shot putt. In Britain, um, you know how in like certain fairs there's like competitions and one of them is welly wanging. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah. I have not no, heard of it. but carry on. Ba- basically, it's where you get a welly and you f- throw it up in the air and it's whoever gets it furthest wins, like welly wanging. All right. What okay. happens if they... <laughs> well, when, honestly, when you first said, like, baby tossing, I thought it was like a group of Indian people grab a baby by the legs, swing around really fast and just yeet it as far as they can. Yeah, you thought baby tossing was a sport. Or, like, javelin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a competitive sport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, frisbee. Get those massive burly men and women. Grab their baby by both legs and like swing round and round and round and round and round and then release. And whoever gets it furthest wins. Yeah, whoever gets furthest <laughs> get the furthest gets to keep the baby. Whoever, whoever throws it furthest gets a gets a donkey and three chickens. <laughs> well, that's that's a weird tradition. Certainly, lobbing a baby off a thing. I think they have actually had some issues with like uh, like human rights charities. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you don't issues with you throwing the baby off a roof. <laughs> Wonder why? Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, um, it says so the, the ritual actually dates back seven hundred years. Um, legend has it that a saint advised people whose babies were dying to build a shrine and drop the ailing infants from the roof to show their trust in the Almighty. When they did so, the story goes, the babies were miraculously cradled to safety in a hammock-like sheet that appeared in midair. How many times do you reckon it took them to, to realise that the myth is bollocks and actually that you know the the streets just getting paved with with babies and they they think maybe we should start using our own mattress just in case the yeah, Lord like, does when, not intervene. When did it become magical and real sheet? Like when when there must something must have happened for them to think, oh, actually, we need a real. We sheet. We should probably yeah, we need a failsafe just in case. Mental, but yeah, the National Commission for the Protection of Child Rights actually intervened um, in 2009. Um, yeah, I feel like that's quite late. <laughs> 700 uh, years late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But it says, we do not support this superstitious practice. It is against the interest of children. They may be really scared and nobody knows how it affects their psyche. That's the issue, really. Not lobbing a baby off a 30-foot building. Oh, yeah, no. Wait, wait. They might be, but the babies might be a bit worried. Yeah, yeah, the babies are like mangled, cracked head, and like we think his psyche might be damaged. Yeah, there may be a, a bit. What about a his mild mental health? Bit of I mean, yeah. <laughs> think about his mental health. <laughs> yeah, that baby well, might have anxiety. It might develop trust issues for for the parents that allowed it to be taken up a building and thrown off the edge. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, one of the strangest traditions uh, in the world, and I hope you like that, Bed Ruddock. This week in Weird, what creature has an Oklahoma lawmaker designated a hunting season for? Humans. 
the, I was, I was open I, season what, like, the, baby. like the purge. I was, uh, <laughs> oh, I was uh, refraining, but uh, apparently we're not. No, we're not so. refraining. No holds barred, baby. Everything's okay now, baby. <laughs> Go, baby. Uh, is it Bigfoot? Yeah, is it a Sasquatch? It is. It is Bigfoot. It is oh, Bigfoot. Wow. <laughs> so it says. Wait, what? Dedicated want... hunting season for catching Bigfoot. <laughs> for hunting yeah. Bigfoot. Listen to this. I want to be really clear that we're not going to kill Bigfoot. State Representative Justin Humphrey, the Republican behind the bill, told the Oklahoman, of course he's Republican. <laughs> we are going to trap a live Bigfoot. We're not promoting killing Bigfoot. We're promoting hunting Bigfoot, trying to find what? evidence of Bigfoot. <laughs> Imagine having to do a press conference where you say Bigfoot seven times in the same sentence. Wait, so is this only in Oklahoma? Yeah. Yes. So what if Bigfoot was in, I don't know, Montana the whole time? What was he going to catch it with? I don't understand. Was he going to go like a little big mousetrap? Yeah. (laughs) I love the idea. Imagine imagine if they actually found Bigfoot for the first time. They actually found the Sasquatch and then someone popped a sniper bullet through its eye. And that's yeah. it. Um, there is a YouTube channel that I stumbled across um, called Peter Kane Dog Training, right, and right. it's like some rural American dude who owns like a farm, and he makes lots of videos about Sasquatches and dog men and stuff. And one of the titles of his, one, of, like, the title of one of his videos that I cannot get over, it is female Sasquatch. Forced me to do it. No! Oh my god. No! No. And the video is so funny. Like, she started jerking the ween. Oh my god. She started giving me a nubber. No. That was definitely just a cover up because he cheated on his wife. (laughs) Oh my god, yeah. What a ridiculous cover story. Oh yeah, no. Where have you been? All these. You've come back with hickeys all over you. Oh, uh, it was uh, Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, Bigfoot's wife. Oh, no, don't worry. Bigfoot, me. And I bet the wife would go, oh, well, that explains it. Because it's, it's all right. Then. It's all right, I'll just get involved in the, uh, in the, in the hunting season. I'll catch the bitch. <laughs> imagine, imagine, though, they catch it in a cage, and they're like, oh, we're going to finally like, find out what Bigfoot is. And it's like Scooby-Doo, and it's actually just a guy in a suit. It is just a guy in a suit. I would have yeah. got away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids. He would say that if he didn't have like a massive hole in his chest from the shotgun that they used to get him. Because <laughs> like you, you can't trust America. They, they're actually um, releasing a twenty-five thousand dollar bounty for someone who traps Bigfoot. I don't. I, I, it, it confuses me how they're so sure it exists. They're so positive that when they get it, they're not gonna kill it. Yeah. I'm just saying <laughs> that something that big and something like that prominent that like appears in so many diff- apparently appears in so many states you would have thought in like the research world that they would have captured or at least found dna samples because all they found are like crap like videos on filmed on, like a v- vhs yeah a man and, like, in a gorilla suit because like there's <laughs> yeah. footprints yeah. but the footprints are clearly fabricated and that's like, mm-hmm. and that's where I don't understand why are people still putting so much effort into finding this creature when it's so it's obvious that it isn't actually real. It's bad. Well, it's it says, I, I, I think we can be fully convinced of this man's normality because he, this, this fella, this representative is trying to legalize, um, or tr- not, tr- not just trying to legalize it as if it's a crime, but trying to actually, <laughs> trying to actually 
create a Bigfoot hunting season. Um, this fella is the same man who made national headlines in 2017 when he proposed a law that would make it illegal for a woman to have an abortion without the man's consent. And he told uh, a newspaper that he Dick. preferred the term a host for pregnant women. What's a man? I don't like him. What's a man? So I, I assume by that logic it's he like would a call a fetus the parasite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, I, I just... Rid of the parasite. Oh, Dreadful. What an idiot. I, I hate what that immediately. Yeah, it's that immediately mm. I, do, I want nothing to do with this Bigfoot bill. Yeah, no respect. For Leave Bigfoot alone. Bigfoot's not the only uh, creature to be... Um, lurking in America. Um, I'm sure you guys would all be delighted to hear about the skunk ape. Yes. I want to know. No, well, of course. Look at the skunk ape. You want to hear about the skunk uh, ape? Yeah. Well, the skunk ape uh, is a uh, creature. What is that? Is reported. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's based oh. on. A, that's based on a 2009 sighting. It's reported to resemble the Sasquatch. Uh, it's inhabiting the forests and swamps of some southeastern United States, uh, with reports from Florida being most common because oh, Florida typical. is a source of information <laughs> um, about the skunk ape. So apparently, uh, resembles the oh. Sasquatch, but is typically shorter in comparison. Has long patches of hair on the oh, shoulders oh. and arms, similar to an orangutan, and is often described as a mottled, rusty red color, as opposed to the Sasquatch's brown or black coloration. Some reports also describe the creature as having pale coloration around its eyes or face, similar to a gibbon. Oh, oh. yeah. Uh, look, look, I just sent oh, a picture of one. one. It's actually kind of become uh, an icon of Florida, um, <laughs> because. Uh, during the co- so during the COVID pandemic, uh, several no. Florida businesses have used the skunk apes' reported foul smell, giving incentive to remain at a distance and evasive nature to promote social distancing. So they're actually using oh. it as a. Wait, Florida's uh, doing well. Yeah, they're actually using it as a uh, well a, done, a deterrent. Be oh, like, be more wow. like the skunk ape. Social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Protect the NHS. Skunk. Run ape. around like a freak. <laughs> Harass tourists dressed as a gorilla. Be like the skunk ooh, ape. Ooh, uh, uh. Save the NHS. So uh, that's the skunk ape. That's some. Um, there's a lot of cryptids going around. Oh, that is disgusting. What is oh. your What are your thoughts on all that stuff? What do you think about like Nessie, the Loch Ness monster? What do you What do you reckon? I right, I love folklore and mythology and mythical creatures. I don't believe in them, but I love the concepts of them. I like the stories, but that's all they are. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I am a bit fond. Like when I'm bored, and when like, especially I used to do this a lot when I was younger. I'd sit up at like what two in the morning. I couldn't sleep, so I'd watch like a documentary on some like rural American dude, like trying to catch Bigfoot. And it's the funniest thing because you know it's not real, <laughs> so but they're you know. so invested it's in such it. Such a waste of time. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as well because Nessie's been sighted since uh like the 1800s. So if Nessie's still kicking around, Nessie is now dead. Do you know what I mean? If it, if it, <laughs> yeah. if it, if it was, if, if Nessie ever existed, it doesn't anymore. Yeah. The thing is, Nessie, the Loch Ness monster, mm-hmm. is based off of a dinosaur. Like, yeah, which if it was real, the the sort of biological world realizing, wait a minute, we've got a proper living dinosaur. That would be mental. People and it's in the crazy. Loch Ness. Yeah, I mean. Stuff like um, the Sasquatch and stuff makes no evolutionary sense because, mm. especially North America, has no like apes. No, so <laughs> that the, there's no evolutionary sense why it would be yeah, there. Scotland yeah. doesn't have Unless any dinosaurs either. It... So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but, <laughs> but the sea is a bit different because it has quite a lot because it's quite close to um I don't know the yeah, sea. But you see, Scotland. <laughs> 
I don't, I, if I'm totally Pacific is somewhere near there. It has a big sea next to North it. North Sea. So the, the Atlant- we don't yeah, we sea, don't know. Atlantic, and the Atlantic is um, vaguely off there, isn't it? And there are some scary bastards in the ocean. Yeah, some really, really alien-looking creatures. I mean, think about jellyfish and um, those bioluminescent things that live at the bottom of the bottom of the ocean, and the and in hobbit worms that pop up out of the sand and bite your nuts off. But thinking about the sea, like we have only discovered a fraction of the ocean. Yeah, it's true. What is there to say that there isn't a kraken? A megalodon, a like a very no, no, right, or maybe not a kraken, but a very large squid, or not, and very large sharks that we haven't discovered yet. Yeah, yeah. Because true, I yeah. think the possibility of that is significantly higher than the possibility of skunk ape. Yeah, yeah or a dinosaur fair, in, yeah. in Scotland. Yeah, there is, there is a, there is so much of the ocean that hasn't been explored, and there are so many areas of the ocean that it's are just like scary, super, it? super deep. It's terrifying. I remember saw a documentary about when they discovered when they found the giant squid. And the, the, obviously the footage is all night vision because it's so dark down there. And it's just this horrible tentacled beast emerging from the darkness. It's the scariest thing. <laughs> I, I hate the ocean. I hate the deep ocean so much. Um, it is very, very interesting. I, I love, I love yeah. learning about it because it's fascinating. But I hate the idea of being in it. It's like those people went to the bottom of the Marianas Trench in a submarine. Why would you do yeah, that? Yeah, and the window cracked and then they went straight sh- back up. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Oh, got baited by the ocean. Yeah, they did, and they and it could have been it could have been seriously bad. If if that submarine had broken, they would be crushed immediately. Sucks to be yeah, them. By, by the depth. Uh, get crushed. You know what? I'm surprised. Like I'm surprised that they're investing more into space research and space exploration than exploring our own ocean. Yeah, it's weird because uh, there's no way, like, you would have we're ever leaving that... our solar system ever. So, yeah, because you yeah. would have thought that our actual ocean could hold some, like, well, it does. It's obvious that it will hold so many undiscovered species and like, diff- like loads of different things that we don't know of. Yet they're like prioritizing getting to Mars. Like, I understand Mars is like getting to Mars is it will be amazing and it will. But like, like, yeah, what's the point? But like, why aren't we focusing on where we are right now? Like, it's not as if Mars planet. is like a backup planet. It's just like. Yeah, there's nothing there. So, the thing is, though, <laughs> it is the closest we've got to one, sadly. Like, if we do mess well, up the Well, that's Earth, not we strictly are... true. There are places like, um, there are places like, uh, that, that you don't hear mentioned as often, places like Europa and stuff like that, where they reckon there might be water. I know there's a plat, there's one of, um, I think Jupiter's moons that's had giant um, bursts Io, of some it? sort of, no, it wasn't Io, it was either Europa or Enceladus or something like that. There was one giant mm. blast of, um, kind of uh what they thought was um like methane or 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 something like that huge burst of it like a geyser but massive um which which suggests the presence of some kind of um liquid beneath the surface of the of the moon so yeah methane is also produced like biologically obviously that's a big (laughs) stretch but there could be like like minuscule bacterium that is yeah 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 Mm -hmm. well that's what i think is that cows if they <laughs> there's a cow space cows yeah that's, that's jellyfish <laughs> why not who knows what's out there yeah but we put the dead. jellyfish there the jellyfish didn't spawn on the <laughs> space they arrived. Oh, that's lies it's all lies all from the start yeah. 
Like 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 that second Charlie in the Chocolate Factory book, those weird shape shifting blobs that yeah. attack the weird. Nobody ever talks about it. Nobody ever talks about the second <laughs> Charlie in the Chocolate Factory book. It's called Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. And he it's, goes it's up weird. in that elevator with Willy with Willy Wonka and they go to like a space hotel and there's these things called vermicious canids that run around. It's and, very and shape weird, shift. But... They, they, yeah, no, they are so They shift and make, like, letters with their bodies. It's weird as hell. Roald Dahl <laughs> like a fever dream. I love the idea that aliens would... That shapeshifting aliens would know the Latin alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still to come, our successful Florida Man segment where we delve into the, uh, the weird antics of uh, Floridians. We look at why chameleons were in the news this week. We take a dip into Science Corner, presented by our, our, our very own Luke Potter. And we end the show with a round of factoids this week based around strange animal behaviours. Ooh, I'm excited. Now, for our surprisingly successful Florida Man segment, in which the most absurd area in America offers us a regular source of entertainment. For the latest of our forays into Floridians' frequent follies, bit of alliteration for you, Brandon brings us a this bit. week's Florida Man. Hello, I have a beautiful headline. Naked Florida man arrested after stealing marked police vehicle and crashing it. <laughs> Amazing. So, 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 um, so he got naked. The article gets better. There's nothing okay, that there's on. nothing that nudity calls for more than um, armed Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Did he steal it and right. then get naked, or was he right? Which right. Order? So it says officials from the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office in Florida told the Associated Press that Joshua Shenker, age 22, was arrested on Thursday after police responded to reports of a naked man running along Interstate 10 shortly before noon. So that's like a main motorway. A naked man just running along a motorway. Oh, but imagine imagine responding to that call. Or you, you, you eyewitness as a policeman. Um... Hi, operator. Uh, it appears to be a naked man running down the motorway. <laughs> Shall be interesting. <laughs> Schlong flying around in all directions. Yeah, windmill. When the officers responded, they found him. They, well, they saw him lying naked in the road before he scurried off again. Scurried. <laughs> Dude, this um, guy. This guy's like a cryptid. This guy's like Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're on to Bigfoot, <laughs> so he ran him off. So he had, the, uh... he had done $10,000 worth of damage to the vehicle and he, was, he had to be taken to a local hospital because he was suffering from road rash after oh. um, lying naked on the motorway. At what point did, they... he steal the, did he steal the car? Did the police arrive and then he, and then they, he lured them out by lying on the floor <laughs> and like a, like a, dead, like a possum <laughs> playing dead and then he like, shot up and went <laughs> and then sprinted off into the car and drove <laughs> yeah. up. On all fours. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the best the thing about this article is, is the fact that it says the, the department did not reveal how the vehicle was stolen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's classified. Like, <laughs> they, are, they are so embarrassed about oh. the fact that this man... <laughs> the officers suspected that he was possibly intoxicated or high. No, he, apparently, he was apparently <laughs> in a state of excited delirium. No, oh. that no, getting naked and stealing a police car sounds like the work of a perfectly rational man. Yeah, oh my well. god, it just sounds like a normal Saturday. It's getting better. I'm reading on, and it's getting better. <laughs> How could it get the, better? The assistant chief added that Mr. Schenker was fighting officers with no clothes on and was running <laughs> to the, and was he was able to run to the car and fight one of our officers. Oh my god. 
He was charged with aggravated assault, battery, and like resisting resisting an officer, grand theft auto, dangerous. Dr- oh, he's just he's doing everything. Convictions lining up. Public just imagine, <laughs> imagine responding to a call. There's a naked man lying in the road. He spots you, starts running on all fours. You then approach him, like, put your hands up. He then, like, does his martial arts. <laughs> Absolutely perfect kung fu. I fi- <laughs> Sorry, I, <laughs> I really like how... Um... The it running on all fours has become canon. Like we've just inserted that into <laughs> yeah. the story. Sorry, like he, did, he ran like a normal person, but we've we've imagined Banging that he's some over. sort of half feral beast that runs on all fours. Oh, I wish there was uh, a picture of him. There's dude, like no, they don't take pictures of these people. Well, I, I don't think many people. I don't think the policeman's being attacked. I don't but, think you'd you know, photograph atta- the naked Being attacked man, by a naked man. Them, I don't think yeah. their first thought was let's get a snap. <laughs> Well, that Brandon, that yeah. is that is one of the that is one of the best Florida men I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, I Definitely. love it. This week in Weird, uh, if you were smuggling chameleons through border control, how would you do it? Up my bum. <laughs> let me let me rephrase the question with some <laughs> extra, with some extra information. You don't need to because they just go camouflage, don't they? If you oh, were smuggling yeah. chameleons through border control, how would you do it? Bearing in mind that there are seventy four of them. <laughs> big gaping rectum. <laughs> I would fit them all in my mouth. No, bit, no, bit, no, bit. just 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 leave them in in the truck because they won't be able to see them. Yeah, just I don't wet, think it like... works like that. Because chameleons, chameleons don't. That, this is a common misconception about chameleons. They don't camouflage to. They don't change their scales to blend in. Mm-hmm. The, the, the scales yeah. change to. No, 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 the scales. The scales Which change blended. to um, to rep- represent emotional state, and and they use to communicate yeah. with each yeah. other. I'm so, really happy then. So visible. A man, a male chameleon swaggering up to a female chameleon will start doing his show with his horn and his. That's the horn on his head. <laughs> That's the horn on his head. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we'll do a little colour display, right? And then the female's like, "Oh!" And then she'll do a little bit of flash of like red or orange or whatever she'll to communicate him. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> it sounds way going. more erotic than it is. Um, wow, I am, I am liking this. Uh, she, she will, she will flash him a few colours, and he'll be like, "Oh yeah, she likes me." Or if they're the wrong colours, he'll be like, "No, she doesn't." I'm gonna go my other way. She likes that. Right, caught another oh, woman. Picks. Another wench. Imagine getting friend zoned by a chameleon. <laughs> But yeah, the uh, so so answer the question. If you were smuggling chameleons through border control, seventy-four chameleons, how would you do it? I would just walk I through. Would... Well, usually just say and what. Put them on the 70... roof. <laughs> <laughs> With seventy-four chameleons in your arms, and what? What are you gonna do? Yeah, about what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. Just say oh, they're weird what? dogs. I... Say they're a new dog breed. I'd be smart about it. I'd put a little high vis jacket on each and every one of them and say they're my emotional well-being <laughs> support animals. You need seventy-four of them. <laughs> They're workers. They're here for a job. Well, the answer, um, this is a real news story from this week. Uh, man tried to smuggle chameleons in socks and empty ice cream tubs. Um, oh, a man attempted to smuggle 74 protected chameleons through an Austrian airport by hiding the animals in socks and empty ice cream containers in his luggage. The man was caught at customs control in Vienna after travelling from Tanzania via Ethiopia. After authorities Tanzania confiscated the colourful reptiles, the chameleons were taken to Vienna's uh, Schönbrunn Zoo, but three of the animals unfortunately did not survive. Um, Losers, they lost. Who cares? What the... <laughs> That's really sad, though. It is sad. <laughs> if they all win this, they would have survived. So, um... 
Yeah, they should have just lived. lived. Idiots. Well, this is um, this is because there is a so people regularly harvest Tanzanian chameleons from the uh, Uzumbara mountains to sell in the exotic pet trade, but not all do so legally. Um, so obviously there are places chameleons are often frequently kept as pets. I'd love one, but I would not be able to deal with one. Keeping lizards is completely beyond me. Um, Luke, you've had lizards. Uh, uh, one gecko, but yeah, go ahead. How tricky is it to like? have a lizard um i mean it depends it depends chameleons all in all are not the most difficult but they require a bit of work and yeah. especially like taming them they yeah, require to, a lot like, of feed around them, you uh... to get used to yeah you. i don't think you should have to yeah. feed the feeding is the best <laughs> like part most pets yeah do you have to walk it luke if it survives, it means it's actually... No, you can let him... I know a lot... I've seen a lot of, like, um, videos. I think I've seen a TikTok of a guy just, like... He's got a pet chameleon and he's just kind of... just kind of wanders around, sits on his shoulder and stuff. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I've noticed, um, like, the big thing right now. A lot of people have pet frogs. Yeah, a lot of people seem to have oh, frogs. Would, some some woman on TikTok had a, had a pet African bullfrog. It's like a massive... <laughs> oh, beast. is that the... Um, oh, yeah, it's Wednesday, it's, my dude's frog. That's scary. Yeah, it's terrifying, isn't That's it? That's so scary. But um, but the essentially, so this guy um has obviously gone gone to the uh, to Tanzania to harvest these poor chameleons, ranging from one week old babies to full grown adults, smuggling oh. them through airport. I mean, he managed to get them from Tanzania through Ethiopia to Austria. Well, so... he threw Ethiopia, but it wasn't much of a challenge. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. Gonna say, I feel like. I think they may not have the Ethiopia. the best customs. Yeah, but um, yeah. but yeah, still he, though, seventy four. He got caught in Vienna, and he he will face a fine of up to six thousand euros. I think you should Good. face prison time for that. Yeah, yeah. surely. Yeah. Like, he killed that, three. That's animal cruelty. Well, think about once he survived. Like he's got a good like ratio of once. Yeah, he's he's, they're, they're like seventy-one out of seventy-four. Mate. That's not too bad. Yeah, it's so not too bad. Yeah, I think he's done pretty well to be honest. Hero, he saved them. <laughs> I don't like how like the exotic pets, sort of all that stuff, is so tricky to like they they just don't give like proper punishments they're just like oh we're gonna fine you even though like people are, like smuggling like monkeys to the uk and, well like, tiger king bed. tiger king really laid that bare didn't they because there's a massive big cat trade in america which is horrifying i mean i, I was quite you know, Tiger King was... I couldn't actually watch Tiger King for, for a large majority of it because I was so... I just felt like the media attention surrounding that show was quite worrying because they all talk about... Everyone was like, oh, look how crazy and quirky these characters are. But really, they were horrible people. But I, I, I couldn't watch it because, because everyone... Too many people are focusing on how crazy and, and wow, look how weird these people are. But they're completely skimming over the fact that these poor tigers are being exploited. Mm. I don't know. I, I, do feel I bad. think it. I think it did more harm than good. That show. What would you find on the island of Nosy Hara? This is related to the chameleon thing. Nosy Hara. Uh, Chameleons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But very specific. Uh, something special about a chameleon. A special type of chameleon. Is it a pygmy chameleon. A rainbow chameleon. You are. You are very very close. It's an island in Madagascar, about a square Midget. mile in area. <laughs> And it's home to the smallest chameleon species in the world. Oh, uh, also, got a picture of it. Also, one of the smallest uh, amniote vertebrates in the world, which means uh, a ver- an amniote vertebrate is a is a vertebrate that lays its eggs on land. Um, but a juvenile one, uh, okay, can can fit on the head of a matchstick. Oh, oh that's, wow. cute. that's it, tiny. 
It grows up to about an inch, and scientists reckon it's tiny sizes due to uh, something called insular dwarfism, which basically when a, a species that's normally bigger lives on an island um, separate from everywhere else in a, in a smaller contained mm-hmm. area, it will it will evolve mm. to grow smaller. Um, but they are they are there's no human beings on this island, um, and and the it's a, just off Madagascar. So how do they see it then? The island, the <laughs> island is a is a square mile in area, and and the uh, it's the only place these tiny little chameleons can be found. They are called Brachysia micra. Yes, they are. So and small. I've got I've got a picture of one. They are the adorable. Thing. They are literally like, tiny, and they they've got little orange little tails as well. The tail gets more orange as it goes on. Oh wow, that is tiny. Oh, that is yeah. so cute. Aww. It's a freak. The castle in <laughs> it's a free, did you say? <laughs> yeah, they're they are really, really, really cute. Oh, like I said, uh, like I said so. before, I'll I'll link them in the Discord and the. I now can see what they are. But they are Prince. amazing, little dudes. Now for a more erudite experience, our regular scientific segment presented by our very own Luke Potter, Lord of the Science Corner. What do you have for us today, Luke? I have some, uh, I have some, I have some organisms uh, today, um, which kind of branch out a few of the uh, different kingdoms. And uh, I have organisms that have been exposed to space and survived. Oh, this this kind I know, of follows on I know. from our jellyfish uh, from our first mm. episode. Yeah, where we talked about jellyfish and we talked about Albert the monkey uh, and Lyca oh, the dog. Monkey, Albert and Albert monkey, and Lyca monkey. unfortunately died horribly in space, but. <laughs> These, these are ones who have exploded. <laughs> well, the thing is, these 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 organisms have been outside the spacecraft rather than inside. Wait, these are stuff that are like literally exposed outside uh, in space rather than it within the within the shuttle, all safe and yeah. sound. They're what, outside. So they've, like, so they've been exposed to no oxygen, like the vacuum, the harmful radiation. Vacuum, yeah. Yeah, and like yeah. freezing cold and heat. Wow. Yeah. So I saw a BBC article earlier on this week, and it was about these Japanese scientists, <gasps> and they attached a strain of bacteria called Dinococcus radiogeranus. Radiogeranus probably is better. For short, you can call it Dinococ fungus. No, I'm 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 not going to do that. Please, um, Wait, I'm going to call it D Radio. You have to call it that. You have to. Call is it that, that a Japanese name? <laughs> no, that's the Latin binomial. Oh, I was going to say Koku in Japanese is cock. I learned that the other day. <laughs> yeah, call it Koku. Uh, yeah, right? Call it Koku, Luke. Uh, I will. Uh, I will not do that. Um, so, so, so they got this strain of bacteria on the outer of their spacecraft, and they chose them because they're quite hardy. So the bacteria don't require lots of different conditions to survive. They'll survive the in lots of hard. different places. And oh. uh, I, I'm so glad. I'm so glad with uh, that, that we're mature. Yeah, yeah. That you guys. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but the results were that these these bacteria survived for three years on the outside of this spacecraft. Um, I think it was orbiting Earth, and then it came back down, uh, and they like got samples of them, and they were like growing on agar and stuff, and it was like mm. crazy. And um, and so this kind of was quite promising for quite a lot of astrophysicists and astrobiologists and all these kind of different things, because it kind of shows that if microorganisms can survive in space 
where there is a vacuum and basically nothing, then this is quite promising to say that there probably is life on other planets where there's a lot of yeah um, true there's a lot of materials present yeah. I have to say, I am disappointed that it was a bacteria and not like, I don't know... Albert the monkey. Like a a boar or something. Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something really, really cool. Oh my God, it's the skunk ape. Or a jellyfish. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, these these organisms aren't going to be multicellular. These are mostly microorganisms, unfortunately. But um, we can't really put like an ostrich Rubbish. in space or something and expect it to survive so <laughs> <laughs> no if you don't try it's nasa's new space program just take a bunch of random animals into space chuck them out the rocket see what happens <laughs> yeah, you know it. i would pay Science. good money just to watch like beaver just floating in the dark <laughs> endless reaches of space <laughs> flying about so i decided so to look for other organisms um, and and there and there were so uh, on the International Space Station, uh, there are, there's, there's there's two points to this really. The first the first one is that they were able to get swabs of stuff from the outside of the spacecraft and grow it in the spacecraft, and stuff grew. So bacteria grew. And the, the and, and this kind of second point is that on the spacecraft they were now actually able to sequence the DNA of these microorganisms. Um, and they actually found that these microorganisms on the spacecraft were associated with the human microbiome, so our gut and stuff. So these are going to be like our gut bacteria. I just know that. Was it a gut feeling? <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to kill you. Stop. Uh, this, this is just, it's just, you, you've had, you put the, uh, the foot on the accelerator for terrible puns this episode. It's well, just... You should just throw him. It's he just, should be the human uh, test. So should be the ostrich space. that gets yeah. sent out. The beaver. You're the beaver. I can just imagine like the funniest video of like Joe in like the airlock, like screaming. I was like, I'm built different. No, I, I'm I built different. Breathing. He then gets sucked breathing. out. We just watch as he immediately dies. Well, he's, he's saying he's saying I'm built different as a way of comforting himself. Who's built different? <laughs> You're built different. I'm built different. I'm built different. I'm built different. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't actually think there's uh, there's any That's coming nice. back from that, but I'll uh, I'll try my best. Um, and so and so this is actually quite important. The fact that they can sequence DNA on spacecrafts because if people as- astronauts are in space uh, on missions and they get a bad bacterial infection, I people die. can sequence the DNA, get the correct antibiotics, or whatever future medicine will have for bacteria. Um, yeah, and isn't it, so isn't it weird that you can literally be in the middle of space and can still get an infection? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Safe. The problem is, like the International Space Station, as hard as they try, it will never be totally sterile because yeah. bacteria is like to Everywhere. have a totally sterilized environment. That must be very, very, very tricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are, I'm sure there are very few places on this earth that are free of bacteria. Well, I assume mm-hmm. if you had to say like places that were completely sterilised, there were probably India. Like, certain like operating theatres, like yeah, like the best highly controlled, yeah, highly controlled mm-hmm. scientific areas. When like, this is one really fun fact, uh, when they do prepare like cargo and ship parts to be sent up to space stations, they do actually sterilise it as much as they can. So you will find that, like, when they send up, let's say, like, a cargo of, like, food for the astronauts to eat, 
that will all be completely sterilized, probably like put through like vacuum chambers. Dripping and like hand sanitizer. Well, yeah, it's like it's the <laughs> um, you know like industrial sanitizers. Basically, it's like a room which like gas and like vapor comes out and sterilizes it. Crazy. So you're never gonna fully sterilize it, but it's a decent amount. So I guess that's how. Mm -hmm. um, People on the International Space Station don't get like chlamydia. No, not chlamydia. <laughs> God, <laughs> why was that? Why was that the, the, the go-to disease? <laughs> oh my God, chlamydia! Not, not the common chlamydia. cold. They, yeah, they could. Possible for them to get like chlamydia it. in space. I like it. It's a very, very large proportion of men. Well, we'll leave that there. <laughs> and so, and so they, they, <laughs> I was going to say. So the next organism is. Probably one of my favourite organisms because they're 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 cute. I don't know why I find them so incredibly cute, and they're called tardigrades. Oh, I, love them. I know bears. them. They are amazing looking. They are in um, Ant Man at one point mm -hmm. when the like the second one, Ant Man and the Wasp. When when he goes into that tiny tiny micro realm, there are those oh, weird right, yeah. little little jelly bean things floating around with little like sucker mouths and little little fat legs chubby legs and they're called tardigrades and they're amazing yeah that yeah i, I think there's them. a Ugh. giant one there's a giant one in um one of the star trek tv shows that i watched there he is look at him <laughs> they are really? so incredibly cute i think i love I don't them. Like a bit scary though just get rid of yeah. them we should get rid they of them kill purge them, them. Kill get rid of them yeah. all <laughs> Joe doesn't like it, therefore it must die. It reminds me of a bit in the first podcast where we were talking about animals that um, we, we, whether we would eat them or not. And then I said, no, sheep are quite intelligent. And then Brandon said, yeah, but they look weird. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. that's our basis. <laughs> they do look weird. They look weird. They must die and be eaten. Yeah. <laughs> it is the only way. Um, and so uh, with these tardigrades, there's a couple of stories uh, I think that I've got down here. So the first one is that um, an Israeli spacecraft... Uh, crashed onto the moon, uh, accidentally spilling thousands of dehy dehydrated tardigrades all over the moon. Uh, and so these tardigrades were in their tun form, which is basically their their form that they uh, take up when uh, they're really dehydrated, when there's a lot of um, environmental pressures. So like a lot of the tardigrades in deserts and stuff will be in their tun form for quite a lot of their life because it slows down their metabolism and it basically just allows them to keep on living without having lots of nutrients and, and to, water requirements. To put it in perspective, cool. to put it in perspective, how big are tardigrades? The I think the um the largest ones that they've found are like one point two millimeters long. Yeah, so they That's are genuinely tiny, aren't they? No no, yeah. no no no. Those the largest ones are a millimeter. That, that, I mean, there are ones that surely are invisible to the human eye. Yes, definitely. And and so when they turn to these tun forms, I think they get a lot smaller uh, and their body compacts quite a bit. And so they're a lot more and so and so, so they're a lot less visible. Sorry. Can't trust them. They're trying to go invisible. You need to keep them under lock and key, make sure they don't do... Yeah, in case they rise up. The tardigrade army comes to overthrow the humans. Stop them from getting yeah. these things, man. It's inevitable. <laughs> Wake up um, getting robbed by tardigrades. Yeah. <laughs> Joe warned us. Um, you heard it here, Clown 5, episode 3. Joe warned us about the, the imminent tardigrade invasion. One day, you laugh me now, but I have to say, you won't be laughing soon. 
I love the idea Can't of Joe wandering the streets of Cambridge with a bell and a, and a naked with a with like a, <laughs> a, a a cardboard box over his head that reads the tardigrades are coming. Like he's oh, coming. ringing the bell like the a crazy preacher man. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, like it's him like on a street Talos corner, yeah. like a street corner in London. Like they're coming. History will prove me right. You're on the right I have side, no doubts that I will be vindicated. <laughs> And you'll laugh at me, and I'll be laughing at the end of your corpses. So, um, so unfortunately, um, there has been nothing else said about these tardigrades that were spilled onto the moon. But I'm sure, hopefully soon, we'll <laughs> get something like, about them. That's like, just don't, mention, just don't mention it. Just, just leave it. Built. Yeah, they're growing on the moon now. They <laughs> yeah, still yeah. I mean, Blot potentially, potentially, they could be. back, to be fair. <laughs> they've, built, they've built their own tardigrade <laughs> rocket. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Gonna go to the moon. There's a whole civilization, tiny civilization of tardigrades. They've built like the Golden Gate Bridge and stuff, and they're building a rocket to explore space for for planets that are inhabitable for tardigrades. That's not cute. That's dangerous. They're trying to steal Wait, our planets. Does that mean there'd be like a tardigrade concentration camps and stuff? Because oh, they have, what? Like... Oh, that's not. I'm that's not. A, that's not a crucial part of human progress. Always oh, happened. Oh, no civilized. No civilization will make it to iPhones unless we have concentration camps. That's getting cut out. I'm no, but I'm just saying. That is getting <laughs> cut out. Yeah, they get. No, I'm just saying. Like, do you think that? No, you can't have... justify it. You can't justify the tardigrade <laughs> holocaust. <laughs> That's not, no, no, that's not something that any rational human being thinks. Tardigrade conflict, tardigrade, like, discrimination. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Oh. This is so bad. Oh, so that much. Right, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just, just going to Carry continue. on as if nothing happens. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> in, uh, in 2007, European uh, researchers, I, I couldn't find the actual country. I'm very sorry. But European researchers sent a load of tardigrades to orbit Earth outside of the spacecraft called the Photon M3 for 10 days. Uh, and so these were a mix of tardigrades which were in their ton form and in their normal form. Uh, and they found that a lot of the tardigrades in the normal form died, but uh, the ones in the ton form didn't. Uh, but overall, there was a 68% They're learning. Uh, of the tardigrades that lived, which is actually pretty crazy considering they were orbiting Earth in space, outside, completely exposed to space for 10 days. And now they're coming back for so, vengeance. Yeah, got to stop them. Yeah. Don't let you them abandoned in. us. They're coming. Watch out. Yeah. Spilled. Like, <laughs> yeah, we just it's need funny to stop that, It's funny that they spilled like, like a really, you know, high protocol space mission to the moon and they just spilled tardigrades all over it. <laughs> they, 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 they miscalculated. So they are like, alright, let's go on. And that's why we don't, we don't know about it, because NASA's just gone, just don't mention it, just don't worry about the tardigrades. We'll sort it. Yeah, the, the astronauts like, know you know, just go, we've spilled them all, we've spilled them. It's like, it's okay, it's alright, don't worry, just come back, we'll sort it out, you're on the moon, it's not going to pose any danger to anybody, it's alright. And then, you're going to wipe the smile off their faces when the tardigrades come back. Uh, the tardigrade revolution. Yeah, it's, it's going to happen. We need to stop it. I'll be the leader of resistance. You elect yourself leader, do you? Yeah, <laughs> and you'll follow me. Or else. I would, uh, I would follow you into battle, Joe, if it's yeah, any Against the microscopic life forms that are tardigrades? Yes. To be scorched we, we will earth, beat them. I'm going to literally set fire to the ground so we have nowhere to go. Yeah, we'll set fire to each other as well. Yeah, just, just, just to make sure. That's good yeah. logic. 
Yeah, set fire to the <laughs> ground because that way the tardigrades won't be able to walk on it. Yeah, Scott's done. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind us. They're going to invade the world. Yeah, so I assume that I assume Joe, you, you, for your, you know, your estimation, the tardigrades are coming after the humans have got wings. After we've all, after we've all magically got wings, then the tardigrades will come. No, we just, we just leave, go to Mars, and just blow up the Earth, kill all the tardigrades. Oh my God! Yeah, just do that. Yeah. yeah, the end <laughs> means baby. Can't argue with that. This has very yeah. much the vibes of, of the very much the vibes of there's an earthquake, therefore jump to the centre of the <laughs> earth. That's how science nah, I've got oh facts. You know I've got facts. He can't censor me. He knows these are facts. And I'll not be silenced any longer. I feel so bad for Luke trying to give us like a really nice scientific <laughs> and then we're just talking about <laughs> the Tardigrade revelation. <laughs> we're talking oh, about the no, culling of Tardigrades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not so, calling uh, it salvation. <laughs> Justice is what it is. So I just, I just thought that was really interesting um, that you. we've been able to, that. we've been able to see certain organisms that have actually just been able to survive raw space, as and it we've were. We've started a war. Yeah. yeah, against the tardigrades, who have done absolutely nothing to us except from build our ecosystems. So uh, yeah, they'll never I, get away with it. It is amazing. It is really cool. Um, you know, tardigrade mm-hmm. war aside, it is really cool how there are creatures that can just kind of knock about in the vacuum of space and, and be fine. Knock about. Have yeah. a run around. Come, <laughs> come back. <laughs> like, like a kid at the playground. Just go have a bit of fun. Come back when you're done. Dinner. Do you think if we ever do a manned mission to the moon, do you think if we went and tried If we to ever them, do a manned mission to the moon? Because uh, like, that's no, not I mean, happened before. No, I mean, no, I mean let me rephrase that. If we do another <laughs> one soon, <laughs> or, right, yeah. do you think they'll, like, part of it, they could be like, mm, maybe let's go and find these spilled tardigrades and see if we can recover any? Or do you yeah. think it'll be like, yeah, screw them? No, that's dangerous. I would not allow that. So if you ever see anything like that, we just blow them up immediately. Shoot first, you underestimate, you underestimate the size of the moon and overestimate the size of tardigrades. Sure, I don't think there's going, to be much, <laughs> yeah. there's going to be much luck finding the tardigrades that were spilled there however many years ago. So they go to the exact site that they were spilled and follow the tardigrade footprints. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, They're the not going to be there. Yeah. Don't have to blow up your entire moon, man. <laughs> the tardigrade well. trail. I'd be <laughs> safe and sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that was a lovely um, diversion, Luke. Thank you for... Um, I, I called it an aerodite experience. We did slightly derail it with our discussion of tardigrade expansion, but uh, <laughs> and we it saved it and we saved humanity yeah, in the future. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for some trivia to end the show in our weekly segment entitled Factoids, where I read out three facts: two are true. While one is a load of bollocks, it is your job to identify the bollocks. Where this are week, the bollocks? We, yeah, where are they? Uh, we Show will find me out. the bollocks. This week, on the back of discussions about chameleons and cryptids, our factoids this week are based around the strange behaviours of animals. Goes without saying, no internet allowed. First fact. There's a species of shrimp that can punch faster than a bullet. I love eating shrimp. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Second fact. Yeah. Lemmings have a biological impulse to commit mass suicide via cliff. Even if they're lemmings. The same. What is Third a lemming? Fact, Caribbean whales have an accent. What? I can, I can, one and three, I can believe. Yeah, same. Cause no, I've... no, no, one, one's, lemmings, one's one. What's a lemming? For, for some context, lemmings are like little, little, um kind of, uh, I don't know, they're like small little guinea pig things. Rodents. I'll send a picture. Yeah, Freaks. little rodents. 
All right. And would you say suicide by cliff? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard the <laughs> phrase? You ever heard the phrase um, about it's lemmings like... jumping up? Yeah, yeah, like following the person like lemmings. It's not often used, Jack. No, no, no. There is one. There is one <laughs> about, is lemmings, about lemmings used. leaping off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. Never heard that before. You're li- you're you are the bollocks, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> the bollocks are uh, exiting. You're the bollocks this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, discuss. Um, I think the shrimp is real. Yeah, I, I can believe the shrimp. That's shrimp yeah, must I be think I, know. I think it's the lemmings. Yeah, yeah. dolphins. Too. I'm pretty sure dolphins have been studied to um, have accents. Yeah, because each like whale call is different, and so yeah, sure. um, whale accents. I can believe that. They communicate with each know. other, make inspiring. So, down are, are you are you unanimous then? The no, 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 no. The shrimp yeah. one was false. The first one I was think false. The lemmings is false. Okay, so three of you think lemmings. One of you thinks shrimp. Shrimp. Yep. Well, before I... before we get revealed, Joe, let's make a wager. Oh god. I like wager. Oh no. Oh no. Let's not. Let's <laughs> not make a wager. What's wager? You've signed me up. If you win this, you have full control over next week's Florida man. Oh, what if I lose? Though? If if you lose, Brandon um, takes your kidney. Yeah. That's <laughs> Now, if you lose... You should be like um, be able to tweet whatever you want on the other yeah, person's account. I get to like post something on your Instagram account. Yeah, fair. Okay. Yeah, very fair. <laughs> well, uh, so, so that's one of you with the shrimp, three of you on the lemmings. I kind of knew this week that I wouldn't get away with the, the bollocks because, um, especially given our resident animal expert, um, <laughs> it is indeed not true that lemmings... Have a biological impulse. To you that. made yes. up. This. You made it up. You oh, made up the slogan, the, 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 the saying. Weirdly, I actually didn't. You were the make up the, I didn't actually make up the saying. Um, I'm sure there are plenty of listeners who. I, I don't think I explained saying? it very well, but I think there are plenty of um, <laughs> plenty of listeners. Um, you know, uh, possibly adult listeners who may uh, be aware of the lemmings um, leaping uh, off cliffs. That's a very popular image, and a, and, a, and a common. Um, it's often used as a metaphor for um, following something blindly that's going to lead to disaster um, like this podcast so it's actually something that's like widely believed <laughs> it was widely believed that, that lemmings, that lemmings just jump off cliffs yeah and, and it was it was well i'll explain the bollock i'll explain the bollocks actually um, explain the bollock so the, this idea that lemmings biologically uh you know are designed to leap off buildings uh, leap off buildings <laughs> leap off cliffs <laughs> um, nice it originally nice. didn't know what to do before buildings were made <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and someone built the yeah, first no building problems. and they were like finally this misconception originates from at least the late 19th century um, but it was perpetuated by a 1958 Disney film uh, called White Wilderness so what the filmmakers did they import it was all like they filmed this 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 clip of lemmings leaping off a, off, off a cliff to their deaths 
and, and, and propagated it as, as fact. It wasn't true. They, the whole thing was staged. They, they imported lemmings from Alberta for use in the documentary, well, reportedly by purchasing them from Inuit children who had caught them in other provinces. Uh, through no the use way. of carefully controlled camera angles and tight editing, the filmmakers made no more than a few dozen lemmings look like a much larger number. So basically like an army of lemmings. Oh, <laughs> uh, and um, uh, they used turntables to create a frenzied migration effect. And then they herded them off a cliff and into the water. Um, so all of it, bollocks. Everything about it is bollocks. Um, so uh, bollocks. But, but, but unfortunately, some lemmings had to die for the lie to be maintained. Um, that is... Imagine just being in charge of chucking a couple of lemmings off a cliff. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's monstrous. You had to cool. herd them off. But and it's... you have to put that on your CV in the future. You're just like, yeah. Um, yeah like, I was the lemming murderer. Yeah, I'm also a professional lemming herder. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, misconceptions about lemmings go back many centuries. In the 1530s, uh, a geographer called Ziegler of Strasbourg proposed the theory yeah. that the creatures f- that lemmings fell out of the sky during stormy weather and then died suddenly when the grass grew. <laughs> Wait, a <laughs> geographer? <laughs> yeah, this guy. This back in the 1530s, so obviously the information what? was. Uh, and, wow. And, uh, this description was contradicted by natural historian uh, whose name is I think is either Ol Worm or Ole Worm. Either way, best name. Ole. Ole Worm. Ole Worm. Who accepted that lemmings could fall out of the sky, but claimed they had been brought over by the wind rather than created by spontaneous generation. Just built just <laughs> lemmings form in the clouds and fall like rain. Um, yeah, imagine being in a hot air balloon and just lemmings just appear. Just fall. Yeah. Just. Yeah. smattering the ground it's it's funny to me that lemmings have been the subject like everyone's like no let there's something off about lemmings i don't even know what <laughs> lemming was before today yeah. well uh that explains why you went fooled by my bollocks um but lemmings yeah, yeah. They, they are there are a lot of misconceptions about lemmings but they do not commit mass suicide via cliffs they do migrate um but they you know in herds but they don't like they don't they, they don't necessarily do it by jumping off cliffs into the ocean so as to the other, as to the facts, we'll talk about the one that Joe got, um, got chose, wrong. decided to wager his, his, his dignity on. Wait, oh, uh, there is a species of shrimp called the mantis shrimp, very brightly coloured, very cool looking, and it can punch mm. faster than a point, uh, than a, than a 22 calibre bullet. And well, sounds... this is amazing. The reason why this is included in the facts is because I had to share this story. Uh, in April 1998, an aggressive mantis shrimp named Tyson smashed through the quarter inch thick glass wall of his cell. No way. And he was soon subdued by nervous attendants and moved to a more secure facility in Great Yarmouth. <laughs> that is Great amazing. Yarmouth. He was only four I... inches long. Uh, I bet you. I bet you he was originally from Skegness. And they originally they, they, they recently <laughs> found that Tyson, like all of his mantis shrimp kin, can throw one of the fastest and most powerful punches in nature. The best part about that story is a four-inch shrimp being subdued. <laughs> By <laughs> they're all like rugby tackling him, like leaping yeah, yeah, yeah. onto him. But he's like taking like like there's just like yeah, a worker on, walks in, there's just a load of dead people. Do you reckon he's given them the a Tyson afterwards or before? No, well, uh, definitely well, after. Yeah, that's true. Actually, they must have they must have known if they called him Tyson because he yeah, is named they after. Known that he was. That he, they, yeah, that he would he, he would dis- destroy his cage <laughs> and escape. <laughs> <laughs> Scuttling down the hall, leaving a trail of destruction in his wake, and then and then Caribbean whales having an accent—that is that is true. Um, and this blew my mind. 
I... But it is true. Uh, researchers from Dalhousie University in Canada and the University of St Andrews in the UK have found evidence that seems to show whales in the Caribbean have a different, uh, quote unquote, accent than other whales in the oceans. Uh, these mm. sounds, whale, whales and dolphins are, are amazingly intelligent and complex beings. Um, but these sounds may identify individuals and family or social groups, um, like just like first and last names. One click sequence identifies the vocal clan and essentially translates to, I am from the Caribbean. Are you? Oh, that's quite funny. <laughs> that is so cool. How cool is that? That is really cool. That is amazing. Whales just chatting to each other. We're one. That's Jamaican. Go on, Jake, do that Jamaican accent. That's yeah. Jamaican. Do you know what I'm going to do? Is what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut out your laughter and then leave it as a massive... 15 <laughs> second long song. silence and then the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, do, it, do it, please. That's such a good plan. Please do that. That'd be amazing. Oh, it's gonna be yeah, fun. It, go, it goes, man, and then. Well, that does it for this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. For real. That does it for this week's episode of Cloud5. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed our nonsensical ramblings and perhaps even learned something a little bit fun. If you have any questions, facts, corrections, or silliness to send our way, you can contact us at cloud5cast.gmail.com, leave a comment on the Cloud5 Podcast YouTube channel, or tweet us at, at cloud5cast, or use the hashtag cloud5. We also have a Discord server uh, that we mentioned earlier. Um, the link is in our link tree, and it's available if you if you go to our Instagram, cloud5cast. Um, it, the link's in that bio and it will be in the link uh the, the description of the youtube video as well so um there's there's a there's a way to access that if you want a little more hands-on experience with uh with us that sounds a bit erotic mm-hmm. uh, i mean uh, <laughs> that does a bit <laughs> just you just well, I mean, you wait for joe's instagram post later oh. well i mean i'm not i'm not i'm not ruling anything out but i'm just saying if you get involved with the discord you can uh, you can have some some totally uh non-intimate um, discussions and we, we are active in there and uh, send us in your suggestions in person so that's lovely yeah um, mm. yeah we we had a few uh, recording issues this episode so if it's if it's slightly shorter than usual or if there are some glitchy moments uh, that's why um, mm-hmm. but you people who have stuck stuck through um, thank well you done. thank, thank you, you very much here. for listening yeah yeah we hope yeah, thank you we hope you enjoyed and uh, we will see you next week hopefully Love you all. Goodbye. 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 Bye bye.